0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, high fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom. You know the drill after 32 episodes, at least I hope you do. Uh, but on the other side of the world, slash country, slash time zone, uh, I've got my good friend Will. Will, how are you, how are you this evening? You
1: know, as the uh, I'm going to say New England's favorite bozo,
0: Tom, I'm doing pretty okay. I was just going to say you do have a mecca versus everybody uh, tank top on. I heard you had a I do. get a little bit of a run in with a bozo this weekend.
1: Yeah, I, I got to uh, I went to Chaotic Wrestling's chaotic countdown. My friend Joe's on the screen in Pure Evil. He does unboxing. Recommend checking him out. Uh, but he got tickets this time around. So we went to Lowell and, uh, it was a great show. A lot of fun. I would say definitely I've, uh, we've been to a, a handful of shows at this point. Definitely the best one we've been to so far. Nice. Uh and you know, it's, uh, I got to see the Mecca in person. Their first in-person Mecca experience. It was great. He ran down Lowell, Massachusetts, which really doesn't take a whole lot. <laughs> ran down his opponent, who was from, you know, said city. Unfortunately, uh, in true living the gimmick fashion, uh, he wasn't out there looking to shake hands and take pictures of anybody during the intermission or after the show. Yeah. But, uh. He did acknowledge me when I was taking pictures uh, before the match started. He told me to put my fucking phone down. He doesn't want bozos like me taking pictures of the Mecca. And I did make my own bozo t-shirt <laughs> in the parking lot with a white... I had to buy white t-shirts because
0: I didn't, I, I didn't already have one. <laughs> uh, if you've not seen Brian Johnson either on TV or a person, it is an experience. Yeah, we were... Uh, When I was in Baltimore the first time, the people sit in front of us were like he like walks their dog or some shit. So they all had their Brian Johnson homemade Mecca versus Everyone T-shirts. That was pretty funny. So and they pretty much bolted after his match. So, well, nice. That's a good. That was that was cool.
1: And um, we usually do plugs at the end of the episode, but by the time this episode goes up, I mean if you catch it early enough in the afternoon you want to make the trek to uh milford new hampshire i'll be at uh wrestle cleardom which is the all trans wrestling event running out of the i think it's called the hampshire dome yeah so uh i mean this particular region of new hampshire isn't the most uh particularly liberal we'll say Mm -hmm. so uh i'm not sure what the response of the locals is going to be but i mean it's it's a decent looking card you know we'll have uh Lots of talent looking for seeing, you know, getting, you know, getting to see Sonny Kiss, Max the Impaler, Vainy, and uh, Edith Surreal are the main event. And uh, if we're going based on the graphic, uh, Kid Bandit is going to be in the opening match. Nice. So got we got a handful of Wizards alumni, our friends in the Shining Wizards. So yep. I will, as always, um, that GCW show is the only. Wrestling show recently I've been to where I did not wear a Wizards piece of apparel. I mean, in fairness, it was January and I was in my Terminal Nation hoodie more than anything else. But it was cold out. Actually, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't for for early January. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Late January, whatever it was. Mid yeah, something like, who that. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. So uh, I'll be in Wizards wear and hopefully I'll be able to get some pictures with some Wizards alum and maybe some
0: some potential future wizards gets nice dude yeah that's awesome so um well speaking of shout outs i do want to shout out um my personal pick for 2022's uh, icw milwaukee um breakout star but that is uh 2020's insane eight winner uh the public enemy eric dillinger won uh, this weekend's insane eight which you can see on fight tv and uh You see your boy Tom here there the entire time. They uh they did use my good friend Mike's um barbed wire trampoline. So that was fun. Um yeah, but more importantly though, I do want to start out with some uh some gratitude as um Will and I record. Uh this will be tomorrow, so it'll be a couple days late by it comes out. But uh happy birthday to the impact player. Phil Reyes' birthday is tomorrow uh obviously if you uh if you know tom at all that phil's a good friend and been a big influence and um one of the main reasons that will and i met basically in the long run so um so happy birthday bro hope all as well and uh happy belated anniversary because your anniversary party's coming up so and um i do want to shout out real quick um a couple of new twitter falls i just had so will i don't remember did you hook me up your uh hit me to the ring of honor history people on Twitter.
1: I feel like I may have tagged you in it because they started out and they were just going to do like a follow for follow kind of thing. Cause they do, they're doing like an everyday on in ring of honor history kind of thing. So I said, Oh, this could be a neat supplement to what we're currently doing. But, uh,
0: now there's more. Yeah. They, uh, they, <laughs> They 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 do a great job, and like I said, every, it's every day. Um, and actually, you look at their Twitter; they are a few followers away from three thousand, so it's definitely worth it. I'm gonna put the link up in the uh, the note the notes here. Uh, but yeah, they reached yeah reached out to me, so they're super cool. And then um, there's another one, so it's uh, Mikhail. See here. Um, MC Cal's reviews. I'm gonna put the link up because I probably butchered that, but uh, yeah, so just it looks like they've actually reviewed every single Ring of Honor event ever. Um, so this is gonna be kind of a good source for us, so um, yeah, so we got both those links there, but yeah, to show it to those guys, um, for you know, mutual Ring of Honor marks, so that's always good. So, oh, and we're actually even part of their twin, uh. Pin tweet right now, so awesome! We're a big deal, Will. Yeehaw! Yeah. So, um, but like we always do, and actually, um, I do want to shout out, uh, Will, did you listen to all of this week's Speaking of the Shining Wizards? Did you listen, um, all the way through? If not, at least, uh, can you beat that um, war that happened? I did so. Not gonna lie, Tom. I
1: kind of hope I don't get pulled for the Shining Wizards, hole because I would not see a chance against anybody, and a can you beat that? I I would have had no answers for any of these questions because I don't go back and watch older wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I would have had a couple, but um. You know, well, I like, mean,
2: that's not the only thing
1: you can do, though. I mean, and I, I base this on Matt's reaction to some of the questions, too. Like when Matt's saying, you know, I would go drive to your house and yeah. beat you up for giving me this question. And, like, I would have had no idea who championship lineage after Rick Rudolph, like, no idea. <laughs> the only one I prob, I probably, of bullshit in my way through the Super 8 one. Oh. Based purely on having a general idea of like where that is and knowing a couple people that I know have at least been in
0: it. Yeah. But those other questions, no chance. No chance at all. Yeah, I think the Wrestlemania one I think I had two or three. Um pretty I could have taken a stab at that one to those
1: people who had more than, was it who had at least two or had more than two matches?
0: Oh, no, they they uh, won or one in lost at WrestleMania in the same night.
1: I might be able to get a couple of them, but
0: again, I haven't watched too many WrestleManias. So. Yeah. I would have got Rollins and I would have gotten Ben Juan Jericho. Cause I just heard Jericho talking about that match. Um, but you know that's not the only thing you can do, though, Will. I mean, you can say, i us say when I win, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna just gonna sit down an interview. Yeah, I mean, I do know can can you beat that shit? I, yeah, that's but
1: yeah. Shout out to Brandon. Um, Brandon shouted us out. I mean, he did catch a little heat from Matt for for using the shit your pants question. Yeah, which I answered in great detail. So if you want to dig back through the episodes and find which episode that is, I'm not gonna tell you which one it is. Yeah. that would imply I actually know which episode it was? <laughs> and I don't take notes. So,
0: well, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, in Brunden, I mean, he, yes, he didn't have to answer any questions, but he would have given them a run for his money. So it's not like he was bullshitting them. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if Brunden can't beat Christian Racco, I don't think anybody's going to be able to. I mean. They, they they
1: kind of put themselves in a corner. Christian Chris knows his stuff. Al Perez, how the or black Bart. How the fuck do you black Bart? Tom, I knew I knew a handful of those names that he spit out, but I would not have been able to draw like no USW or WCCW or whatever it was. A, no idea, no fucking idea.
0: Yeah, I would maybe a Von Erich.
1: You know, well, I mean, you could have guessed two Von Ericks because two Von yeah. Eric's wrong on the West.
0: But yeah, that would have been that, and that would have been done. So yeah, I mean, shout out to the champ. Good job, Brunden, Um, You know, for doing this probably. we appreciate the uh, the uh, the shout out. But uh, Brunden's question of dishonor this week will is um, who is the best wrestler to never win the Ring of Honor World Title? And so, uh, I'm uh,
1: so. He didn't specify that we couldn't say Mike Mondo. Well, he did that the one question. Yeah. So I'm sticking with, um, you know, the our our Twitter friends, the Ring of Honor history. They they posed that question a while ago. I said Shane Taylor, and my answer is based purely on post-pandemic Ring of Honor. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't see the Pretty Boy Killers and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah. Not yet. So like this is based purely on you know that the banger matches he had with like Brody King, how he almost beat Roosh, but Kenny King got involved, that match with Kenny King, yeah, uh, final battle. So I'm I'm gonna stick with my guns and I'll I'll say Shane Taylor, even though Mike Mondo is
0: right here. I mean for sure. Um you know, and Brian Johnson. Um you know, but yeah, I mean if people don't know, we are big humongous Shane Taylor fans here at Ring of Honor Revely. So um my pick was was um obviously it's recency bias, uh, but Mike Bennett. Um Mike Bennett had all the tools. He had the heel valet, he had the you know, the he had the heavy, um, he hadn't he cut a hell of a promo. He's great in the ring. He looks great. He looks like a million bucks. Um, well, he looks better now than he did back then. But, um, yeah, Mike Bennett, um, and who knows? You know, I mean, his time in Ring of Honor is hopefully not done. You know, maybe he can make it a good run, you know, here later on. He comes back, and, you know, we'll see where uh, yeah, Ring of Honor in here. But. It'll
1: be interesting because um, are you up on your impact? No, but it should be. So there's a stipulation on a match coming up that if Honor No More loses, they're out of impact. Or they have to break up. Which you would assume they would use as a tool to kind of start getting
0: people out of impact. Do you know where so, that do you know geographically where that location's gonna take place? I don't, but they're in Chicago right now, right? Yeah, it's for yeah, they'll be in Chicago, so I'm bummed. That's where I saw Warrior. That's where I saw that Santana Mike Bailey match. Um, well, I'm not I shouldn't say I'm bummed, uh, because my wife and I are about to embark on a very epic vacation again. So um but yeah, then Brundon's uh two answers, and this I mean obviously, you know, if you would have asked me ten days ago, it would have been Claudio. I mean, Claudio would have been very high on this list. Um, but brendan's pick was Claudio's former tag team partner, Chris Hero, which is pretty much I mean, the answer. Uh, yeah. For sure. I mean, Chris here was very instrumental. And then um, he's got El Generico. Generico never had the strap, huh? Nope. He's going to wrestle for it here soon. I, I mean, wait, what? I mean. Yeah. We haven't had, like, the big blow-off match yet, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, generic. I mean, once again, classic. Um, you know, not needing a belt to be over type thing, so. That's it. There's a lot of people, right,
1: that you could go through and say, I mean, this person should have had a title run. This person should have had a title run. Yeah. I mean, was Homicide ever heavyweight champion? I don't know. I always get him and Loki confused. Loki was the first champion. Right. I swear, Homicide had it. This is really embarrassing. I'm going to look this up. Well, it's Tom, you know, this started in 2002. So there's, even at this point, you've, I know you've watched it all, but it's 10 years of content. <laughs> I'm
0: going to say worldwide podcast. What the fuck is that? Worldwide I mean, I'm sorry would be up there, but I swear, I'm pretty sure he did. But I've been wrong before, Will.
1: I, I thoroughly enjoyed that discourse in the Shining Wizards Discord, which it's a real nice place to be in, folks, if it's free. You don't have to be part of the Patreon or anything. But uh, there was a, a brief discussion about, would you rather take a vertebraker, yeah, cop killer, or take a Burning Hammer? And we were like, damn. <laughs> like, if that's a shoot, brother, which one would I rather?
0: He was born two days before my buddy Jamie. Motherfucker's 45 believe that shit? Yeah. Goddamn, damn this is Wikipedia page. Holy shit. Good on you, duh. Homicide here.
1: Championships, lost championships. Ah, he was world champion. Okay.
0: Okay. So, yeah, homicide. So, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Mike Bennett. I'd say Shane? I,
1: know, I love Shane Taylor promotions. I think. That was one of the things I was bummed about the most. I mean, was at the end of that pandemic Ring of Honor, just how we lost all of those factions. Like, we, like, I didn't love Faction and Gobernables as much, but still just know that they just kind of like that kind of went kaput. We lost Shane Taylor promotions. We lost the foundation. The Righteous didn't really break up, but, you know, they kind of went their own ways and they lost the Trios titles.
0: Yeah. So well bro, we'll, uh real quick, let's why don't we uh why don't we jump into um you know what we uh over here to do and that is Ring of Honor TV episode 46, original air date of August 4th, 2012. Um yeah, so we'll kind of get a we'll probably bust out this first match here, Will, before our fucking zoom break. Um so, First match,
1: this is the the best tag team in the world. I'm so glad we got this rematch. You know, we needed this. You know, right. well I'll, I'll in
0: my it. veins, Tom. Um, but yeah, we're in Baltimore still. Um, but we start off with just a review of uh, them Boys versus uh, Guardians of Truth, as Will is referring to. I, from I missed world. the fact
1: that Truth Martini pulled masks off them, and they had mass underneath. So that was even goofier,
0: knowing how kind of awful that. I, just, I, I read to be honest, with you, I really enjoyed that. So, um, you know, and then Truth Martini. I mean, he comes and then I review that, and then uh, Truth Martini comes out, and um, Truth being Truth, and uh, once again, we are big Truth Martini fans here on Ring of Honor Revelry. So, do you think it's his actual hair through the hat,
1: I or do you think, it,
0: or do you think it's attached? I gotta go with B. Um, if not, I'd be super jealous. So
1: I'm just trying to think of like where his forehead is with how much hair there is. It's like he either got crazy
0: long hair or it's fixed to the hat. Yeah, I've never seen him without it, so I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to ask people that would know. So, so I mean, now he's obviously got shorter hair, but he's also not wearing the hat. Yeah. So. Um, but this match, so yeah, we are getting uh Dem Boys versus Guardians of Truth. Um and I kind of looked it up, so yeah, the Brisco's interest music, Death Valley Driver. It's a Canadian metal band. Um, probably something you'd be up, you know, that totally be up Wills Wheelhouse. Oh yeah, I've I've listened to that song a lot. Okay. Um, but I do love that um Nigel uh says here that Mark's uh blood alcohol content is higher than his GPA. And it's like, oh, yeah. Grad- Mark graduated with a 3.4. So, um, but yeah, like we'll talk about earlier at the beginning of the match, Truth Martini does come in and he does take off the masks for more masks. Now, people, high fivers. When we say a mask, it's not like a lucha mask. With we're, talking like, we're talking about like black pantyhose. Yeah. I was going to say an executioner's max but actually no. Yeah. but ba- Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Black pantyhose. I mean, there's no eye holes. There's no nothing. Nope. They're, they're dark enough that you really can't
1: see any features, but it's like, it's a stocking mask. Yeah.
0: Um, but I will admit though, Will, this match was a bit better than their best in the world match. They did actually, Oh, it was, had, this was definitely better. Um, at least had some chemistry. Um, I do love here. I mean, with, with the mask, they can pull the good old switcheroo, you know, so you never know which guardian truth member is which, um, you know, and then, um, you know, like Nigel mentioned, I mean, is guardian truth, are they the funk brothers? We don't know. Could be Will. No. Could be. No. Um, yeah. It turns out that boiling point is sponsored by the national guard. I don't know why I found that kind of fascinating. So
1: well, this is the period of Ring of Honor where it's like anybody can sponsor and bring Ring of Honor to their... Their town. To yeah. their town. And I'm just putting out, like, we've got the big... Uh, we got Pease International Airport right over in Portsmouth. They do the air show. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's tons of, obviously, recruiters trying to, you know, for Marines, Navy, whatever have you. But it's also a lot of fried food. So I don't really know... What the message is supposed to be because <laughs> it's like i know they don't want me eating my fucking three pieces of fried dough like i obviously am not the candidate
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah but uh will what you think of the finish here you remember the finish um basically they got jay up into the double suplex it, it ended i questioned why
1: it had kind of a fucky finish like the other match they end it with them coming out of the Doomsday device. The Doomsday device doesn't go off. And it's like some quirky roll-up thing. And the Briscoes get the win again. So did the Guardian of the Truth say, like, we don't want to get, like, actually beat? Because hmm. they're not really, like, losing, like, definitively. They're losing on roll-ups. And it's J-rolling people up both times.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I like to finish. I thought it was kind of different how, you know, Mark came in and super, uh, speared the one guy and then Jay just came out as suplex into a roll up. So, um, yeah, I think really just, I mean, they're going to serve as I just think, you know, mercenaries, they're just going to beat people up and it doesn't really matter if they win or lose is my personal opinion. So I, I think they're, they're pretty strong on, uh, their tag team of, of Roddy Strong and Michael Elgin. So, Oh, wait, what? Oh, I mean,
1: House of Truth came down for the beatdown after. Yeah. And uh, Rhino was first down there. Then Roddy Strong was in there. Yeah. It's four on two. Then Elgin comes down. They're like, oh, we're just supposed to say Michael goes in here. And Michael just kind of shrugs it off and goes back to the bat.
0: Yep. So we'll see uh, See if there's any cracks here in the House of Truth. So, um yeah, but I think they're going to kind of push Rhinos. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, basically, Truth Martinez has got a bunch of mercenaries in his table. So so with that, Will, um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, High Fivers, we'll see in about 10 seconds. And Will, I'll see you in about two.
2: Our main event, the rubber match, Lance Storm versus the prodigy, Mike Bennett. But, Nigel, all eyes are pointing toward, and the heat is rising for boiling point this Saturday in Providence. Right, without a doubt. And how desperate is Jim Cornette to get that belt away from the waist? of Kevin Steen. He's gone outside of Ring of Honor and has signed Chikara Grand Champion, Eddie Kingston. We're gonna hear from him live today, but before we do that, let's get comments from the Ring of Honor World Champion, Kevin Steen, and his zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs. Eddie Kingston, you and I are a lot alike, and I've said this before. Um, you were also ran out of Ring of Honor for not you know, fitting the mold and, and walking the line. And in New York City a few months ago, I gave you a golden chance to join me and help me tear this place apart. But instead, you chose to come back, well, as a hypocrite. But hey, you're from New York City, so why should I expect anything else from you? Instead of coming back and raising as much hell as you could and making these people sorry for ever getting rid of you, you came back and tried to conform. And now you think that you're going to come to Providence, Rhode Island and take this away from me? Buddy, the only thing that's going to happen in Rhode Island is I'm going to kick your ass and then send you back to New York so that you could go cry to your fake family Ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time faces Kevin Steen for the Ring of Honor world title on August 11th in Providence at Boiling Point He is the Chikara Grand Champion Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Kingston heard the introduction there from Kevin Kelly, legitimately one of the toughest men ever in professional wrestling, Eddie Kingston. He was banned from Ring of Honor competition a couple of years ago, but now is on the verge of being not only the first ever Chikara Grand Champion, but also the Ring of Honor World Champion. And that would make Jim Cornette a very happy man. Eddie Kingston, I got one question for you. What does redemption mean to Eddie Kingston? Redemption? Redemption to me is being the Ring of Honor World Champion. Get out the ring, Kev. For 10, long hard years I have struggled to become a world champion for 10 long hard years I have hurt everybody in my family I have hurt women who I loved to become a world champion (laughs) to chase a dream on August 11th in Rhode Island, I will have my opportunity. You know what? Come here. I see this. See my eyes. I live behind these. For 10 years, I struggled. For 10 years, I've cried. And later, wake in bed at night, wondering, why do I do this? Why do I sacrifice? Well, you know what? On August 11th. When I win that world title, I'm going to show it to my mother and father who said, what are you, an idiot for getting into wrestling? And I'm going to show it to them and show the proof is in the pudding. I'm going to show it to my ex-wife who I left to stay in wrestling. And I'm going to tell her, sweetheart, I still love you. But this is what it was for. And then the two most important people, number one, is a man who passed away last year, Larry Sweeney, who I considered my brother. He died without becoming a world champion. When I win that title from you, Kevin Steen, I'm gonna say a prayer to him and tell him I did it. And the last person The most important person is my son. And I'm gonna tell him, no matter what you go through, no matter what struggle you go through, if you sacrifice and if you fight, you can live your dream and be anything that you want to be. Those Kevin Steen are the truest words I've ever spoken. So on August 11th, and Providence, Rhode Island. God is my witness. I will go through hell and spit in Satan's face to become world champion. Because I am Eddie Kingston. I am last of a dying breed. And I am your next Ring of Honor world champion. Honor wrestling
0: is just a clickable. Of- All right, high fivers. I hope everyone enjoyed that uh that Eddie Kingston promo. Um, but yeah, speaking of said promo, uh, Will next we've got just a real quick um wasn't inside ring of honor, it was kind of a couple quick promos, but we we'll get some comments from uh Stephen Jacobs, and uh they ripped Eddie Ed- or uh, Eddie Edwards, Eddie Kingston, uh for being a hypocrite and now he's conforming to Ring of Honor. You know, a couple of years ago, he was just like Steen, Will. He was just like Steen. And now he's cow you know, he's catering to the fans, he's kissing Cornette's ass, you know, but he'd expect nothing less from um, from New York City. Kevin Steen's words, not mine. So then uh, after that, we cut to uh, uh, said promo. And, um, you know, and Eddie Kingston, he's going to win this match, Will. He's going to just show all the people thought that uh, wrestling was dumb. You know, his wife that he had to get rid of because he could pursue wrestling. His parents just said it was stupid. You know, the people on the block, you know, and then, of course, he's gonna be his uh, his uh, his son, um, you know, and Eddie Kingston's going to see, he's going to see Steen uh, in, Ro- in Long Island, which is weird because Steen's going to be in Rhode Island, but. Eddie's just his
1: cadence and his tone of voice and the audio issues that Ramp Honor just has in their live setting. Yeah, when they had the bit with corners, he was a dock worker. It's
0: like, yeah, he sounds like he smoked two packs and he went out. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I mean, a great promo by Eddie, for sure. Um, You know, so we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with that match, but then we'll We've got your favorite time of the week.
1: Miller time? It is. uh, I'll I'll get me started on Miller. I'm drinking drinking clear American uh, cherry limeade
0: sparkling water. That sounds good. Sparkling water beverage. Um, Will, do you know where Miller High Life is based out of? Um,
1: the Great Miller Valley in uh, the beautiful sunny uh, Midwest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume Milwaukee because I assume all beer comes from Milwaukee except for Sam Adams. Well, I mean that's I mean you're you're pretty close. I'm correct. And Blue Moon, Blue Moon comes from my neck of the woods too. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. Um. Correct. Yeah, Miller. uh, Born and raised in Milwaukee. Um, It was Miller Park for twenty years. Blah 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 blah. Well, uh, Pfizer and the Brewers and the Brewers. (laughs) Yeah, the Brewers. um, But yeah, Pfizer Forum has signed a contract to only serve Budweiser. Pfizer Forum. I'm sorry, is a new fancy pants space fucking rocket looking stadium for the Milwaukee Bucks. Beautiful stadium, by the way. You know it is. It is beautiful. Um, yeah, they have kicked Miller out of something in downtown Milwaukee. So it seems like a very unpopular thing to do. So it looks like I have gone to my first and only event at Pfizer Forum. So go fuck yourselves. So yeah, okay. I, I feel like that'd be
1: something they bring up at like they have like the town hall meeting. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's probably also the only way Budweiser could get any business in milwaukee i mean you guys are loyal
0: i don't even know how much beer you drink tom but i know you're uh you're there for the hometown heroes i am i am a miller products uh, yeah you know so i mean miller's been going downhill for a while obviously they lost the name Rice right stadium but i'm just blatantly just you could tell the people that own the bucks do not Live in Milwaukee. That's all I'm gonna say. I could go on a socioeconomic soapbox for 20 minutes, but this is a ring of honor podcast, Will. Um, but the first Ring of Honor show I did see was across the street from Pfizer Forum at Turner Hall. So uh but we'll say our time of the year week uh it is inside the ring of honor. And uh this week we just kind of review uh Tomasa Ciampa, you know, kind of going off the deep end. You know, he was, you know, it was, it was rumors that the embassy and the house of truth were working together. Uh, it's been all but confirmed by RD Evans. Uh, Ciampa beats up, you know, Nana, we covered all this last week. Um, you know, Ciampa said something Italian and then uh, we get a, some more reviews of World, uh, wrestling stress tag team and all Nine Express from last week in the beatdown. down. Um, but did you see a chair shot from Shelton? I, th- I must've missed it. Um I don't remember
1: seeing a chair shot because i remember him pulling the chair from charlie haas what was that or no
0: charlie haas took it from him
1: oh i guess they do care about getting fined five thousand yeah. dollars
0: um yeah it looks like shelton benjamin has been suspended indefinitely all this goddamn recap packages what is this raw Yeah, so, um, you know, it it is what it is. Um, Yeah, they're really pushing this online express. Yeah, what a fucking shame that is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then they kind of run down the card so far for Boiling Point, which is in Providence, Rhode Island, Mr. Kingston. Um, But i mean, obviously him being from New York saying long Island instead of Rhode Island makes sense. he did correct himself later in the promo. So, um, and I'll be honest with you. I probably wouldn't tell him to his face that he messed that up. So no. Um, so we got a main event of Kevin Steen versus Eddie Kingston. Um, and then we've yeah. got speaking of, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas versus Michael Elgin. Sure. Why not? I mean, so for a glorified house show, um, and, uh, Well, we get Eddie Edwards and Sarah Del Rey uh, versus uh, Bennett Canellis. And then uh, we get Ciampa versus Letho. Um, But the Briscoes are challenging All Night Express, Will, on August 11th.
1: I mean, I'm sure they intended to do that. I mean, the three weeks ago when this was taped. It's longer than that. Kenny King was let go July 6th. Yeah. You know, that's what happens yeah. when you put everything in the can. It's not just that. You put everything in the can and then you don't say, hey guys, you just got to reshoot some promos. We obviously have to go in a different direction now. It was like, no, we already filmed it. It was going to get what we get and then we'll get there and be like, ah, yeah, y'all knew this wasn't going to happen so uh, we'll get there eventually.
0: Yeah, this is porn etched, Really, I mean... You know, okay. Well, let's let's not dwell on that. There's enough negativity going on in the world, will so. But that's just, yeah, it's just silly. Um, bottom line. So, um, but we do find out that next week's Ring of Honor TV, uh, we are getting Steen, Jacobs, and Carino, the Evil Triumphant, or I can never say that word, uh, versus Lethal and All Night Express. So I'm sure that's gonna be a fun match. Yeah. Um, but then we go to the Sturm versus Bennett rubber match. Um, obviously, Bennett won in Showdown in the Sun. Storm got a win back on TV. Um, no, storm, night. Yeah, Storm won at uh, Border Wars. What are at Border Wars,
1: you're right. I'm sorry. Um, now we have the random ass rubber match on just a
0: TV taping in Baltimore. Yeah. Landstorm's last match, possibly. So, um, you know, solid match, to be honest with you. Um, they basically just ran back to the match that they had the other two matches. Um, I do love when a heel does use someone else's move. Uh, so when Bennett put it in the single leg crab, I did love that. So, um, and then at the end of the match, uh, you know, Storm gets Bennett on the top rope and then uh, Brute Bob grabs um, Lance's leg. And then obviously Lance gets the storm or gets distracted. And then Bennett hit a really nice neck breaker from that top rope position. Um, yeah. That was pretty sick. I was like, wow, that must be the end of the match. But actually, then Storm kicked out. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And then, um, of course, uh, Maria gets on the rope, distracts Paul Turner, uh, brutal Bob slides in the chair, Bennett hits the photo finish, slash the F5 for the pin. Um, yeah, and then it looks like this could be Lance Storm's last match. I don't think so. I think he looked really good here, actually. Um, I know it's, I mean, 43 is not old. You know, and his former tag team partner still rests or is, is still wrestling. So, um, I don't know. I, I like to see Landstorm after this. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I will say, spoiler alert from the little bit of Ring of
1: Honor I have watched later on. We, we will see more Landstorm. I don't know how big of a presence he is. Good. We that we, we do definitely see him later. He, he's not done. Good, you know, so, um, I think he wrestled around and stuff really up to like a year before WWE hired him. Which is like what, 16, 17, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Because uh-huh. he retired and then he went to just the school and then he shut down the school and he went to work as a producer, I
0: think. And I could be mistaking this or for a different episode. Did someone say that Maria Canellis was trained by Glenn Storm or the same person that somebody was. Did you hear that or am I making that up? No, they did say that she was trained by Lance Storm. Okay. Interesting. They should be, well, I actually, I've never seen her wrestle. So I guess we're going to find that out. In, we're we're, we're, we're going to see that at Boiling Point. Yeah. She's got a handful. full. So, um, well, will like we always do at this time, you know, if uh, this is the first episode of Ring of Honor TV you ever saw, would uh, would you be hooked?
1: I wouldn't say it was one of the better episodes, but, I mean, we're also watching it with all the external knowledge. Like, we're watching it with the knowledge that All Night Express is not actually going to be a thing and all these other things. But, I mean, it's certainly coming together as a TV program. We got, here's some matches. Here's a little recap of what happened last week that wasn't just, like, Here's a recap. So I mean, if you tape this, you'll be like, "Oh, I already watched last week, so I don't need to watch this. I can just fast forward." Yeah, that's true. Um, I would, I don't feel like this was like an essential episode. Like I don't feel like there was really anything. That's not really move forward. Like nothing was really here that made me go like, "Ooh." I mean, other than the building tension of strong Elgin House of Truth, which when I was watching uh, the Ring of Our TVs, I did fall asleep. and I woke up, when I thought something happened, I was like ahead episodes, and I checked it, and it was actually like ten episodes ago. There was an Elgin Strong stare down in the ring, and it's like this has been going on for forever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a long time. So because the way it looked, like it didn't look familiar. So I'm like, have I? like how far ahead did i go oh i actually went backwards yeah (laughs) because it's just youtube shuffling the the episodes out
0: Uh, well will you know you wouldn't have to watch it on youtube if uh, the honor claw that you paid for giving you gotten you in so yeah well i haven't heard
1: anything back and
0: i'm not a big fan of confrontation
1: tom so i guess it is just what it is my username my password are invalid and uh as of right now, I don't think I'm going to get Honor Club when it uh, starts back up again. So, we'll, we'll see. Fair enough. They, they they got to sweeten that pot if we're not going to be getting events for 60 days after. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be
0: nice if you just access with it what you're paying for. Because, so. I mean,
1: otherwise, really, you're charged, I mean, it'd be 10 bucks a month. You assume that you have the pay-per-view library, which is really what I would need it for. So, I mean, otherwise, I can just go to the Ring of Honor Wrestling YouTube page. And watch all the TVs on, yeah, the YouTube page. So I don't need your honor club. I would like that Pro Wrestling Tees gift card though. Just saying, I got September. I actually stopped working in July. Yeah, I stopped working in July. So August, yeah. September, October, November, December. It's five months, Tom. It's not quite five thousand dollars, but it's fifty dollars. That's enough for one T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, and shipping. And the shipping. I might have a couple bucks left
0: over. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's some bullshit, Will. But, um, yeah, this, this episode was very kind of, you know, I mean... um, I mean, listen, we all know if you were watching in real
1: time, you would have seen Guardians of Truth again and be like, no, I'm not watching. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know, so that match was... Um, I don't want to say leaps and bounds than best in the world, but it was pretty solid. It was significantly better. Um, I just wonder if those guys have gotten used to actually working under that mask. That's gotta be a bitch. I mean, like I said, that mask is just you know, so this is not really knocking on the guardians of truth, it's really just kind of more the gimmick itself. So uh
1: you assume they can see through it, but it's like how well can you actually see out like your peripheral and stuff. Yeah, I and mean, you can't fucking breathe, and it's over your ears. Yeah, we all know Ring of Honor; you can't hear shit anyway.
0: Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, I definitely kind of, kind of middle the road, but hey, you know, they can't all be bangers. So.
1: We're we're kind of in between events. They're pushing towards Death Before Dishonor, Chicago Ridge. We're pushing towards Boiling Point. Yeah,
0: because I not this is this all this stuff was taped in June
1: they're really not pushing towards any new stories per se. So it's just kind of still milling about with the same stories we've been chewing on for really the last couple of months. I mean, the house of truth stuff.
0: Yeah. At least again. Well, again. At the end of the day, they really do have a very top heavy, you know, lineup. Yep. You know, you know, so, and there's, there's a bunch of teams waiting in the wings. I mean, you still got the Young Bucks. You still got CNC, um, you know. Bravado brothers. Bravado Brothers. So, yeah, we'll see. You know, we shall see. So, well, Will, before I turn, uh, pull this train in the station, is there anything else you want to talk about this week on, uh, Ring of Honor TV? No.
1: Uh, I think we just about covered. it, And, uh, I think, uh, We'll be talking sooner rather than later, Tom. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week, my friend. Appreciate you.